BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today is the day you will lose fat. Come see Dr. T at NJ Diet. Easiest diet I've ever done. It's changed my life. Come see Dr. T. Using blood work and DNA testing. 1-855-5-NJ-DIET and njdiet.com. Change your life in only 40 days with NJ Diet. Hey, yo, this is Big Daddy Kane, and you're listening to another hot interview on The Library with Tim Einenkoe. First offense. Okay, party people in the house. May I attention, please? In a moment, the beat will be played in many parts. I imagine when you start doing anything at the age of 15, that 30 years later, that thing you were doing at, as a teenager, you still would be doing. I also imagine that thing you were doing at 15 would then allow you to carry the title as, quote, the godfather of it. Well, my next guest started doing rap demos at the age of 15, has created seven albums during his career, and is known as the godfather of Canadian hip-hop. He's Maestro Fresh West, and I want to welcome him to the library with Tim Michael. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's cool. I want to start with your debut album, you know, Symphony in Effect. Uh, it nearly went double platinum. And then, so the question is, you know, you always have MCs that, great, debut album went, you know, double platinum, was, you know, highly praised, blah, blah, blah. But for you, was there, is there like a gift and a curse to having an almost double platinum album for your debut album? You got to remember the time I came out, and when I came out, hip hop was in this, this embryonic stage from a mainstream perspective. You see what I'm saying? Right. So there was no real structure. All you know, dope was dope. At the end, of, you see what I'm yeah. saying? There was no, there was no structure in terms of uh, major labels pushing certain things with this new genre of music. You see what I'm saying? Especially coming out of Canada. So, so when I bust, I bust. That wasn't just for me. That was for like, you know, my city, Toronto, and for Canada. So what was disappointing was like my second album. I was hoping that would have been like double platinum, whatever like that, because I put a lot of cats on on that album because to me it was like it's not just about me it's just about you know let's see if we can get other cats too. so a lot of artists from my city the first time they were ever on a record was, was on that second album um, and I used my, my first album as the reference point for that so you know that was disappointing um, on that level like that and you know that's just how it is man you roll with the punches because when I look at how I've evolved and how like the, the, the greatest artists in the world the same ones who respect me we got mutual respect for each other because I respect them the same way like like the brother Chuck D you know and, and what have you so yeah it might have it, I didn't ever look at it as a curse I looked at it as extraordinary people will always have extraordinary challenges and I looked at myself as an extraordinary um, individual you know what I'm saying coming out of you know my city where at that specific time Tim 
there was no reference point, man, for us to to do. You see what I'm saying? That's why when you see like my artists like Mishy Me and LA Love, you know, out of Toronto, and my brothers, the Dream Warriors, like we were each other's measuring sticks back then, you know? Because we didn't have anything else around to look at, you know? Right. And, and that's actually, I want to talk about that. You, you know, you obviously you're referred to as the godfather of Canadian hip hop, right? Um, so with that title, you, I imagine, of course, that like you have influenced so many Canadian MCs. Uh, but what, what were, you, who were your influences then, and, and what drew you to rap music and hip hop culture? My heroes, yes. my hip hop heroes. Oh man, that, that's I mean, you're talking generations, man. There's a lot of different artists who've come up. I mean, I remember like you know, <laughs> Rappers Delight, Slick Rick, uh, Dougie Fresh, you know. Um, obviously, Public Enemy later on, Eric B and Rakim, Boogie Down Production, Coogee Rap and Polo, you know, a lot of artists. LL Cool J, of course. I remember being 15 and listening to him in high school. <laughs> nice. And he, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, that's when I came up, you know? So, you know, you're talking artists. And, and, and the thing is, coming out of Canada, I never had anybody older than me to look up to. It was everybody either my age or younger than me. There was no elder statesman to show me. Um, or I could look at as a reference point. You see what I'm right. saying? So everything came from, from from New York, like Big Daddy Kane. I remember when, when Long Live the Kane came out, you know? Mm-hmm. Influential, Run DMC, like you name it. Like a majority of East Coast artists. Um, in terms of the West Coast, I was really digging Ice-T because at that time he was like the first cat I ever heard out of, out of California. And at the same time, too, he rhymed different. He sounded different than everybody else. So that showed me that, you know what, if he can do it, he sound different. I know I sound different. Maybe I could do this too. So shout out to Ice-T on that note like that from the, from the West. And on the East Coast, obviously, you know, everybody from like Grandmaster Flash and, and the Furious Five, Run DMC, you name it, EPMD, you name it, man. Majority of the East Coast heavyweights. Were you listening to, to these MCs from kind of a... T- take them on or, or, or try I mean drawn to them because of like a, the style the style of them or was it also you know was the content also speaking to you it was a style and the content and another artist I got a special shout out to the, the funky technician Lord Finesse because he had style and content you see what I'm saying right. and that was the kind of like the energy that that, that was, to me that was the, the, the essence of hip-hop to me you know, you know, as mentioned, you, you dropped your debut album in 1989 and you're obviously still going strong today. Um, it's, I'm always interested to see like an MC support team. Uh, how has your support team changed? I mean, has there always been that one person or that group of people that has always been with you in the studio when you're recording an album, recording a single or just even kind of like someone you could just bounce ideas off to all the time? Or is that just constantly changing for you? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, ain't no one ever asked me about my, my support team. Support team changes throughout the years because people evolve. People, you know, rest in peace to like two of my, my best friends who passed away last year. Wow. My man Bungalow Bill, rest in peace. And my man King Rain, who's one of the illest MCs out of Toronto. As you know, those were those were two cats at different eras of my life who were like like uh, bounce ideas off of. You know what I'm saying? But the first gen- the first brother I mentioned that was like from the '80s on to like what have you. And then you know within the last like eight years, you know my man King Rain, you know who just passed away. Like I said last year too, he was another. Uh, you know, if you want to call hip hop coach or, or support team, as you say. So now it's like, you know, I really tap into myself. There's a couple cats, um, younger cats who I, I rock with. 
my man Rich Kid out of Toronto. He's a cat like, you know, he's one of them cats you want in the studio with you. Just to bounce ideas to make sure that, you you know, you're right. right. But at the same time, too, is like, you know, a lot of times, Tim, I really tap into myself and use like myself, like reference points I've had throughout, you know, the three generations, you know. I want to talk about, uh, just real quick, talk about your fourth album. Nah, this kid uh, can't be from Canada. And I asked this question because... You know, it, there was a there's you know you obviously came from a time where and you 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 mentioned a little earlier where like you know being from not New York you know yeah. was not you couldn't do it like you know, I remember like Elder Sensei from the Artifacts talks about how like uh, they couldn't they couldn't tell people they were from New Jersey right uh, he's killing me they're killing me man <laughs> them cats are dope Ar- Artifacts yes they bugging they bugging <laughs> them cats them cats are dope. Your Jersey, Jersey is dope. To me, coming from Canada, from Toronto, we looked at Jersey as a part of the tri-state. So it didn't matter if you were like naughty by nature or wise, intelligent, like like uh, poor righteous teachers. Right. It didn't matter. We just looked at you guys. We looked at them cats as dope. I, I never knew there was like a, an alienation <laughs> between Jersey and New York. I mean, New York Giants, they play in, 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 in New Jersey. Right. 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 But they play in New Jersey. But the, but the trash talking with uh, non New York Giants fan uh, is always like, well, they're playing New Jersey, so the real so the real New York team is the Buffalo okay. Bills. Now that's that's news to me. I never knew that arm um, it was viewed that way. I always looked at trash, obviously from Jersey, but I looked at you as a part of the tri-state. Right, right, def- yeah, and that, and that, you know, that, that seems because obviously there's that yeah there's that influence that each yeah. one has. But I, you know, I was curious because this is the album that you know you read about it and you know received mixed reviews. It quote unquote yeah, people yeah. say it was a commercial quote unquote commercial failure. But then you were nominated for best rap recording at the 1995 you know Juno Awards. Um, twenty two yeah. tw- you know twenty two year twenty two years later, is there anything that yeah. you would have done differently with this album? I mean, do you think it was just the title itself was too far ahead of its time? Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it's dope. I mean, shout out to my man Showbiz. <laughs> shout out to my, shout out to my man Percy P. You know what I'm saying? It's like it is what it is. You move on, man. We're artists. You right. put music out. Like it's like films. You put you you know you put you put films out. You know, movie producers. You just put it out there, man. Either people get with it or they won't get with right. it. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, it didn't do as well as the other joints, but there's some bangers on that. Some classic joints on that. You know. I make you smile like the brother on the red box of cream of wheat. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, rock to the beat that I drop when I flip my hip hop. And you know, it is what it is. I, I mean, the people I, there's a couple brothers who inspired me to with that title. One was my man, uh, Mad Skills out of, uh, yeah. out of uh, Virginia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because um, he, he named it, I'm from where? Because people were surprised that he's so ill outside that area, you know? And another brother was Red Hot Love Tone when he first heard me spit. In Brooklyn, he was like, "Nah, man, this, you, you can't be from Canada. They can't from Canada." So I wanted to put, I wanted to let the world know I'm from Canada. You know what I'm saying? And and, and let them know it's not just me. It's like cats will be coming right. sooner or later. Cats will be coming. So from that perspective, yeah, it is ahead of time because the biggest MC in the world right now is Damn. from Canada. Shout out to Drake. So you know what I'm saying? So so um, you know, it is what it is. But I've been ahead of my time 
in a lot of ways, man. You know, and you just take it. You just you, you keep moving, man. You know, when you look at artists like Prince, you know, certain artists, certain albums were more commercially accessible or, or you know, successful than others, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you just keep it moving. And then the next album, you know, that had mixed reviews too, but then Stick to Your Vision was a huge song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On top of that as well. So, you know, and again, back to your question regarding support, you definitely need that support, especially in, in a in a genre like hip hop. You need to have some type of support team. Right. You know what I'm saying? You definitely have to have that because you could that could psychologically affect you where you don't feel like doing music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we're the only genre of music that really, I, you know what? I can't say the only genre of music, but but I will say this genre of music we disrespect ourselves every single minute of the day and we've given the world permission to disrespect us you know what I'm saying so that's just how that goes with that so we gotta learn to be like I just did a a SOCAN award show so SOCAN for all you who don't know is like the ASCAP or BMI of Canada so I just did an award show and um, you know Brian Adams was there you know what I'm saying it was a big tribute to Brian Adams you know Snow was there you had Andy Kim who did um, Sugar Sugar you know what I mean and but they had me close the show you know what I'm saying this is the biggest award show for Canada this is just a couple weeks ago and it's like it shows that I gotta say man we don't make records we make history because anybody, anybody can make a record making history is when you do something or you say something that people check for you years and years later so you're right like you know certain albums like the third album Nas Kid Can Be From Canada that wasn't as successful as the as the first one or even the second one but my overall body of work I must have done something that's that's noteworthy and I think as artists we got to do that be brave enough just to throw stuff out there you know what I'm saying sometimes people get with stuff sometimes people won't but you got to keep on you know with your artistry you know what I'm saying and when you look at artists like uh, David Bowie rest in peace he came out with a uh, you know Ziggy Stardust back in those days you know what I'm saying then he transcended into doing like from doing big coliseums to smaller venues to bigger venues again you know so you gotta learn how to reinvent yourself a lot of ways as opposed to let this um, one album or the, the the lack of success or the the, the, the how successful it is how let that uh, define who you are as an artist you know what I'm saying so that's kind of where I'm at with that when, when you look back at your albums, you know, you, I, obviously prior to this interview, I was uh, I was listening to as many, you know, all I think all your albums. Uh, you, you notice one thing that's great about what you do is that, it, and it's also in the production, but it's like very, I don't, I mean, I don't want to say experimental, but there's the, you know sampling that happens or or, or you know like, or, or instruments that are played that you wouldn't expect or even uh, excerpts of speeches, right? And on the track of Making Records, you, you end it with part of a speech by uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. The, the greatest musicians, the greatest rap stars, the greatest black artists are sitting here today, but I want you to know you're being set up by the, sm- by the smarter that is coming down. What did those words mean to you in 1984, and kind of what do they mean to you now? It's the same thing, man. You know, I haven't heard that, that joint in a while, but at the same time, it's like, you know, this is a game in a lot of ways, man. And, and we have an opportunity to do something with our music. And that's what I try to do with my music. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? To say something to, to uplift somebody, you know? I don't know if this is on my new bio, Tim, but you know, my song, Stick To Your Vision, I got a book called Stick To Your Vision and Chuck D wrote the foreword for that book. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, I recently got uh, an honorary diploma <laughs> from a college out here in, in Halifax based on the fact that the book's a part of school curriculum. 
You see what I'm saying? So, but what transcended from that? What transcend? Like, like, where did that start from? That started the foundation that is hip hop. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a sample off a of, of Guess Who's record. Um, you know, these eyes. Right. But I sampled that, made the song out of that, and years made a book out of that years later. And from that, it transcended into where it is now. That's about part of the school uh, mandatory reading. You see what I'm saying? So when it comes to hip hop, we have an opportunity to, to say something in our music. So I guess that's all I was trying to say with that. Is like if you have an opportunity to do something, you you know you define yourself and you make that happen as opposed to let the industry define you. So that's kind of where I met with that. Times are hard, many hearts are broken. Some start to smoke, and Farrakhan ain't joking when he said we're being set up. So, black man or black woman, keep your head up when you're making records. You gotta wake up, you gotta, gotta wake up. Check, check, it's all about making records. You gotta wake up, you gotta, gotta wake up. Check, check, it's all about making records. You gotta wake up, you gotta, gotta wake up. Check, check, it's all about making records. You gotta wake up, you gotta, gotta wake up. Check, check, it's all about making records. glad you mentioned stick to your vision because i have a question about stick to your vision <laughs> um, um yeah. so in stick to your vision you spit over violins and timeless featuring divine brown you also spit over violins uh yeah. i become like a really huge fan of when mcs do that <laughs> um okay and so I, and i always wondered when you're doing when you're when 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 the track calls for violins how as an mc do you have to kind of i mean i guess like change your style or change your flow because you're rhyming over strings and you have to kind of have your i think i always felt like you have to have your voice kind of be that instrument that matches the strings listen man isaac hayes put strings in his music you know what i'm saying stevie wonder put strings in his music frank sinatra put strings in his, in his music it's not that big a deal it's just the fact that with hip-hop we, we for some reason we we um restrict certain there's certain parameters which i i think is whack you know what i'm saying we're artists that's why you know one of my favorite mcs is ghostface you know what i'm saying he said the most outlandish things with the you know you can't put him in a, in a, in a little box you see what i'm saying with his, from a lyrical perspective that's the same way i feel with, with music do music man it sounds dope on, on the music on the track you see what i'm saying so not only do i experiment with violins i experiment with rock guitars you know as a matter of fact i got a song with dan Cole jones i'm about to drop in a little while you know what i'm saying and that's some heavy rock so you know we're artists just experiment with your artistry as opposed to a, a cute little box of what supposed little box of what's supposed to be dope or what's not dope you know what i mean so that's kind of like where i look at do you have a favorite uh, do you have a favorite sound or instrument that you like to rhyme over I love guitars, man. I'm, 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 I'm like, you know, early Def Jam recordings. <laughs> I like rock guitars, man. Nice. I like rock guitar. Like early Def Jam recordings, like, you know, LL, when he said he was hard as hell, rock the bells. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was crazy, man. Um, Bomb Squad. A lot of people um, forget about that first PE album, um, Yo Bum Rush the Show. That's a rock album, mm -hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I like heavy, you know, heavy, heavy ish, you know? Uh, and Not with my. That. In the track, in the track, uh, Black Trudeau, you, 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 you give yourself this, this, I don't know, this heavy responsibility. You, you know, you say, 
I'll be the prime minister. Uh, why, why give yourself that heavy responsibility in this art? Because it's hip hop. Understand what I'm saying? I mean, I wasn't the first to say that. Big Daddy King said rap prime minister. Right. Yeah, I ain't the first to say that. You know what I mean? This is what we do. It's not a responsibility thing. As an MC, your responsibility is to say you're dope and, and to prove you're dope, period. It's like in music, um, Tim. I remember one of the things um, someone told me years ago is the three words, I love you, will never go out of style. I love you will never go out of style. It could be a song like Bob Marley singing One Love. It could be a song like Stan from Eminem. It could be my, my radio, LL Cool J. It could be Drake's, uh, you know, Best Ever. It could be Method Man, you know, Joint. It could be whatever. But I love you will never go out of style in any genre of music. Now, here's the beauty with hip hop. I am dope will never go out of style. You just got to find the illest code to crack that code to make yourself sound fresh saying it. You see what I'm saying? Just like I love you, you got to find the illest code. It could be like Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, um, like a bridge over troubled water. You know what I'm saying? It could be a track like that saying I love you. You see what I'm saying? It's just being clever and creative in how you do it. With hip hop, we have a license to brag. It didn't matter if you like rock him or early Chuck D on his first on the first PE album. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, but MCs we got a license to brag and, and, and just show that you're dope on the mic. That's a part of MCing. So from a responsibility perspective, I never looked at it that way. The responsibility was from a hip hop perspective, as opposed to me as an artist. One thing that you do great, and you you, you, you talked about it a little earlier, but you you, you constantly are, are are showing you know showing love to fellow Canadian MCs. You know, you do that on Dearly Departed with Carnell Official. Yeah, we've been killing them since the days of killing them started. Peace, Dearly Departed. Walking with the knowledge of the 36 chambers. All I'm needing is one, though. Psychopathic, killing rappers for fun, though. Years of slaying by talkers can't done, though. Lower back pain from carrying Toronto. Don't let that big show fool. Reached for the sky with Classified. Let me try this, eyes on the prize, I'm inspired Self-made man, stay driven, check the mileage Reach for the sky, I don't fly on autopilot Control my own destiny, don't knock it till you try it I felt the heat and cold, dealt with every climate Decided I could do this, any obstacle I climbed it By any means, my mistakes are redeemed Cause I kept on following my dreams But I'd be lying through my teeth if I told you that Rhyming on these beats and grinding in these streets came easy but now Strangers with Socrates It feels like we've been holding on the phone for uh, 20 minutes Trying to order that good food like, let me get it Cause whether it's halal or vegan or kosher It's the culture getting familiar The eyes of a stranger feeling more like a vulture Itching to punch Why, why skin, continue to show that? that uh, why do you feel the need to kind of keep prepping up uh, Or helping or, or collaborating with Canadian MCs? Do you think it's still that kind of that cliche to, I guess to be from Canada as an MC, Or do you think that kind of that barrier has been broken? That's broken a long time, dude. I just, I, I never looked at that as the, uh, as me, uh, as me helping them. I looked at them as them, them helping me. Oh, wow. all, all those artists you mentioned, those are dope artists, man. Like I wish I was as nice as Socrates. That's the Socrates is one of the illest, most talented people I ever met in my life that I know. Period. Like you know, it's an honor to work with him. Matter of fact, it's an honor to work with Classified. It's an honor to work with, with Cardi now. That's my favorite MC out of Toronto, Cardi. You see what I'm saying? So I never looked at it as I'm helping them. 
you know, I looked at it as them helping me and we helping each other, like, you know, grow together. You know what I'm saying? That, and that album was orchestrated noise. That was a really a collaborative album anyway, with different artists anyway. So do you see it as like a way of kind of making you, of kind of forcing you to kind of step up your lyrical game when you kind of collaborate with artists like this? I mean, every song is different. Right. Like with Cardinal, when we did Dearly Departed, Cardi wrote the hook and the verse. And I'm like, yo, I got, I got to come with it because he killed me on the, on the hook is crazy and his verse is dope. So, you know, then a guy like Socrates, he'll do the beat, he'll do the hook or I'll do the hook. It doesn't matter. Like we'll switch up. But for Stranger, he did that. So I knew I just got to concentrate on my, my, my 16, which, which I did. And you know, that was a dope. I felt really, really good about that. I want to turn to, uh, of course, your, you know, your your latest single is uh, Designated Driver featuring Brooklyn MC Sky Zoo. Yo. It starts out with a sample from uh, Good Thing We're Rapping by Digital Underground. You know, I was rolling shotgun cooler with my man Fresh West. What's the importance of that sample to you? I was wanted to rock that, because you know, <laughs> my name is Fresh West. But at the same time, too, Tim, I feel that, um, you know, we got to watch what we ingest. Understand what I'm saying? From a uh, from, uh, spiritual level, from a from, from, uh, societal perspective. And a lot of these young cats out there, they need somebody to drive them home at the end of the day because they're the ones being genetically modified into like moving how they're moving, you know what I'm saying? Programmed to move how they're moving. So I intentionally remove myself from that so I can, you know, navigate them through this maze. You see what I'm saying? That's what this song was all about, just navigating yourself through this maze and bringing, you know, young somebody younger with you to show them the way, you know? So that that's kind of why I what that song is about because you know like I said if you listen to the lyrics man like young brothers are still intoxicated by the matrix forgot the blacks descended from greatness so my whole thing is let's just try to navigate uh, the community towards where our destination where we're supposed to be and just try not to to you know watch out all these distractions what have you so that's what this song is about coming from it hands you a better way to survive running from it lands you every day on the line you locked in with some hands that be playing with time i see your vision saw it the same when we would pivot learned how to cross out the lane and lead them in it i get it you planning on doing i did it the remedies to make it with all of that's reminiscent how did the collaboration with the skies do happen i mean him being in brooklyn and you being in canada well well, the thing is with that is like, I know he does stuff with uh, a lot of features and stuff like that. And the thing with, with him is he's like, a, he's a young man, but he's like an old soul. So when he, when I hear his music, it's like, yeah, this dude is, it's just, he's, he rhymes older than his age. You know what I'm saying? The average cat in his, his, his uh, age bracket ain't rhyming on his level, mm-hmm. you know? They're not rhyming on that level. They're not saying stuff that that's um, riveting or from a lyrical content perspective. So I'm like, yo, this kid is ill. You know, maybe we could work together. So then we just made that happen. And um, I like what he came with. So shout out to, to Sky Zoo with that. Greatly appreciate it, you know? Is there, some, is there something that I'm just, I guess how do, I was always curious, like how do you know a feature is going to work? Uh, oh, oh, okay, you know what? That's a good question because I hear it, I hear it in my ear. Uh, I hear it in my ear. Like this song, I never if you heard of an artist named Danko Jones. Um, he's like a rock artist from Toronto, like grunge, garage rock. Okay. But this but this tune I'm working on, 
I just heard his voice on it, right? So, because I'm listening to his other music, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna write a hook, and I'm gonna see if he's if he wants to do this. Mm-hmm. And man, he just took over that rhythm. Like when you, when the last waltz comes out, that's like it's almost like a Danko Jones joint featuring me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I think I do a good job of finding, um, you know, the right rhythm, and hearing the artist's voice, and that's being a fan of music, to be able to choose to choose that a lot, you know, because especially if you listen to that orchestrated noise album, you can see like the diversity of artists. Like you had lights, who's an electro rock artist. I just heard her voice on that core on that, at B and then it worked out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of time it's just listening to the artist, listening to your music and, and, and trying to vibe it to see if, if the collaboration will sound organic. And, um, I think I did a, I'm doing a good job with that, you know, so far, I've had two more questions. Um, your career, you know, spans over thirty years. How has the purpose for you of rap and hip hop cultures stayed the same from when you were first making those demo tapes at the age of fifteen until now? Inspiration. You have to have that inspiration. Inspiration could come from you watching an athlete perform. Inspiration could come from different different things, but you have to be inspired, man. You know, and my community is definitely inspiring me. Like when you see, obviously you see man like Drake and Tory Lanez do stuff on a national platform, international platform rather Then you got cats like, you know, The Weeknd doing stuff on the R&B tip and as well. But there's so many artists who, who people don't even know of in my city, Toronto, like my man, Adam Bond, who's one of the illest MCs I ever heard out of my city. You know, he's the one who told me about Sky Zoo years ago. You know what I mean? And these are cats that, you know, you have to be be inspired. Remember I told you I never had people older than me to show me what to do right. coming up? Well, I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Tim, I, I've had to, you know, be inspired and learn how to be humble and, and ask questions from, from cats 20 years younger than me, you know? And that's something that I had to learn because humility is a skill right. that we got to work on. And from that, that's been helping me to still do my thing. And when you were listing my, my, my uh, history earlier, and you said 30 years and seven albums. It seems not that that much within 30 years, but I've been acting for a while, dude. I've been on several TV series here, several movies. I've been so when you want to look at my overall, uh, you know, catalog from a entertainment perspective, I think you know I'm on season seven of, of a new TV of a series here in, in 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 Canada that's on Netflix now called Mr. D. Right, I've been doing that for seven seasons, so it wasn't like I was just doing you know music alone. So it was an overall package if you want to look at it from a media perspective. I think I think I've been pretty consistent on that level when you look at it. But getting back to what you're saying, you have to be inspired, man. And and I'm I'm, I'm blessed to be around people who inspire me. And I just did a show with Main Source recently, and that just just to see Large Professor and K Cut, man, that really made me wanna. You know, sharpen the pen again. You know, Wait, real quick. Why? Why? I just curious. Why? Why was acting a backup plan, or was acting and emceeing was that all? I guess, like you said, a package that. No, no, no. It was both. It was a backup plan. So in case things didn't go good musically, um, I found something else that I was good at. But when I saw Tupac and Juice, that really showed me that I could do it because I saw him. I saw um, Omar Epps, and these guys look like me. I'm like, wow. Okay, let me try this acting thing, and I found out. They went to acting school. It wasn't just um, just because you rhyme. Right. It was like they actually went to, they were actors, like thespians. So I, I went and I studied, you know, in Toronto for years, man. I just dug, 
and I studied with that and I've been blessed. You know, I've been in a few movies. I was in uh, Paid in Full. That was the first movie I was ever in. Um, but I've been, you know, Four Brothers with, Mackay, with uh, what's his name, Mark Wahlberg. But uh, I was in Honey with Mackay Pfeiffer. Jamie Foxx, I was in a movie called Redemption. I was fourth credited in that joint over there. So it's like, you know, the acting is a great transition, but hip hop was always the foundation of that too, always. So of course, what what's next? And of course, how do we keep following your incredible career so far? Man, listen, first of all, thank you for for having me, man. This is, means a lot. Um, I'm gonna continue making, I got you know, more music coming out right now, trying to finish another album um, while, I'm, um, while I'm filming season seven of Mr. D. And it's a blessing, man. I love hip hop, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just love hip hop. You know, like Wise Intelligent. I'm just listening to his stuff that he dropped recently, man. Cassidy, just listening to his stuff that he's dropping recently. And it's like cats in my age bracket or a little younger than me are still doing stuff. I, I don't want to say necessarily better than, than these young kids right now because that's not really my lane. Mm-hmm. But they're doing stuff that inspires me for me to grow, which I greatly appreciate. I always think it's interesting. Like you have artists that are incredible artists. They, you know, they go for, my example is Common, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm a huge fan of Common, but then as a fan, when you talk to other fans that become a fan of Commons that are like kind of, I guess, quote unquote, late to the game, they're always like, they always, they always reference an album that I'm like, no, I think this should be his album that everyone is, you know, like, like you know, like, yeah. Yo, that first Common album was dope, yes. man. <laughs> so, so, that first comment are you kidding me common sense man are you kidding yes, me no, so that was like first, oh my goodness man you see you brought a smile to my face man right so so for you is there something like is there an album that and, and you could totally you know i i, I and, and it's kind you kind of referenced the you kind of talked about it in, in about your fourth album but is there an album for you that people like and appreciate but you always felt like well i wish i wish this album i wish this song was why people 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 know me or why people kind of or, or the joints people play so you mean if there's a song that i had that that slept on yeah that slept on that pretty much like be like all right well this is like all right people know me for this song but i really wish they knew me for this song that's a good question dude i don't know like i got songs man i got joints man that socrates joint stranger is dope like really dope um to me anyway like yeah <laughs> you know i like what i'm saying in it um there's a lot of joints, man. There's a lot of joints. But that one there, I got this song called God Bless the Child. That's to me like I did some of my best work with that joint. Hip hop saved me. But it's funny how the same that it made me is the same that it plagues me. It's crazy. Mental slavery. We ain't going forward and backward in time. Seven ounces of brain matter using a fraction of the mind is blind behind every no good woman's a no good man. Understand? Let your wisdom. You know, there's a lot of stuff that was slept on, man. You know, but I look at it this way. If I'm listening to artists and I'm just getting put on to certain artists now that came out years ago. And if that's the case, this is what we do. That's why I say we don't make records. Make history mm-hmm. because you can listen to some Sadat X, solo Sadat X that really was underground and not too many heads out, you know, might have heard. But then when you're hearing it, it's timeless music, man. It was dope. It's like a hidden gem, you know? So to me, there's a lot of stuff on my albums right there that, uh, yeah, people can go back. The showbiz joint was especially fine too. The mic um, was really ill, one of my favorite joints. And when you hear hot, you know 
Brothers Brothers show. I like to rock a hundred miles, but you know I'm far from running. Listen to the kicks and the snares, you know it's stunning. I'm coming, I came, I'm only here to damage it. I've left my city and my hometown. With Percy P, we got a song called Pray to the East. I think I, I, I like what I did lyrically with that. There's a lot of stuff, man. Like, I'll be honest, you, you talking to me and you talking about, like, you quoting, like, making records. Like, dude, I ain't heard that in decades, man. I don't even, you know. <laughs> you, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah, No, I don't, yeah. But I will say there's things that I might have done differently musically. I might have mixed songs differently, done different things. Um, maybe not produce as much as I, I did before. Maybe just do, like, three songs as opposed to six. Because my strength is more lyrics than um, beat making, you know? So there's things like that, you know? But, you know, all this is my story and all this is my journey. And, and I'm proud of what I've accomplished so far. But I'm really excited the fact that at 49 years old, Tim, I am still excited to make music. And it's still dope music to me. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Nah, it's still dope music, period. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. You know, so that's where my head is at. And, you know, that's that's where I'm at right now. So I'm working on a new album while I'm finishing filming season seven of this show. And um, I'm going to continue to grow. But no matter what I do, hip hop is the foundation, man. So that's all. He's uh, Meister Fresh West, an incredible career so far. He's going to continue going. He gets a new track out called Disney Driver featuring Sky Zoo. Meister Fresh West, thank you so much for joining me at the Library of Timon Yes, very well, I send you back because you bring the whack. I'm into rap, I interact. The simity tracks locked in. Whack motherfuckers are blocked in the top ten. Well, the black radio jocks been the karma vibe, the modify. I like the harder side. Jeffrey Dahmer tried, but died. More words in an hour. Scrabble, I got the power to battle, skedaddle, or get devoured like the Tower of Babel. Adversaries are snotty. Some compare me to Gotti, I bury your body. Think carry a shoddy. The maestro rips the psycho shit. Brain like a microchip. Uh, and I'ma excite you. With the smoother rhythm, sending mad crews to prison who choose to listen while I use my euphemisms, collecting the pace from a stage show, getting fellatio from an age show. Because I say so, my racial expands as I rap lands, making deaf jams and grad man and X clan. I'ma nail the genitalia from Australia to Somalia. Cause I'm smooth, just like a sailor, I damage them all. Bitches give me casual calls, I'm slamming and jamming and ramming their vaginal walls. Drums are fat over funky tracks, like purse. Every verse could make your lung collapse. I'm extra nice. Who's next to slice? Before you step to mice, nigga, check with Christ. You better.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.